I'll make them all see that I could be anything I wanna be. If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief. Yeah. Yo, don't take that. Negative energy, I replace that. I just wanna be me, I don't fake that. I just wanna be free, I chase that. I got a new obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. I don't wanna do the same thing, I wanna be progressive. Got a lot of dreams that I'll make come true. Got a lot of things that I wanna do. Got a lot of goals that I wanna prove. And there's not a lot of time, so I gotta make moves. Hi, I'm Kyle George. And I'm Roddy Harris. And this is A Different Angle. Episode 1-5. 15. It's, it's cool. <laughs> 15 episodes in? <laughs> I didn't really have anything thought-provoking this time. Like, it was just, thanks, guys. <laughs> thanks for rocking with us and sticking with us and listening and downloading and commenting and all that blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we really do appreciate it, though, all honesty. Um, Rod, how you feeling, bro? Feeling good. Feeling good. Doing good. How you? Mm. I'm all right, man. You know, things are up and down like life. You know, that's how life life rolls sometimes. But all we got to do is move forward and keep our, keep our heads up and move on, right? Mm. That's life. <laughs> so today's actually going to be a much different episode. Well, maybe not much different, but... We're not, you know, we, we, after the show that we had last week, you know, just being a little more lighthearted, we wanted to continue that role. Um, we've had a lot of heavy episodes recently, so we just want to lift our own mental health in a way. So today is actually all about nostalgia, mm. which is pretty cool. Um, I know y'all can't see me, but right now I'm currently wearing the original Power Rangers like an acid wash sweater, um, and underneath is Sonic, so that even <laughs> that works even better. He also smells like Teen Spirit. I and I like no, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, but nostalgia is very important to everyone. Really, it's going back into those memories, back into some to 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 what some would say would be those good times, those innocent times. Uh, of your memories. When life was simple. Yeah. No bills. No bills, no responsibilities. Zero. Well, no. depending. But yeah, yeah, depending we're not on talking kids, actually. We're just saying, you know, kids well, and life and all that other stuff. Some of us. The, you know, the thing that I like to say about nostalgia is because I am a nostalgia freak. I love looking at old school stuff. To, yeah, yes. From commercials to gadgets to gizmos to toys to... I'm a sucker for nostalgia. I am. Um, and this is what sparked this whole thing was me sitting on a train, watching a TikTok, and it was a nostalgic episode promo commercial for one of my favorite shows of all time that mold me to who I am today. Which is Wonder Tales. No. No, that's no, no, that's not it. Oh. Wasn't one to tell. Damn sure wasn't one to years. That's the wrong. You got the wrong I'm brother. I'm sorry. Okay, it's I the apologize. wrong. You're, you're, the, the right, right, right family the, savages. Right, wrong, brother. wrong brother. Yeah. All right. You, oh my god! I can't believe him. I can't believe he just did that. I did it on purpose. Oh, of course, Thank of you. course. No, I'm, just, I'm just playing it. Too. Of course, you know it. Why we got to put the fourth wall on the joke? 
I, I know, my bad. We gotta keep it going. Keep I know, it going. I no, 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 no. Rewind. All right. So, what we needed to do was to tap into that nostalgia a little bit. And yeah. this is supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun loving. And nostalgia can also help on your mental health as well, right? Absolutely. So, our trusty producer slash engineer, Dylan, found this really, Dylan. really, really cool thing about nostalgia affecting the mental health when you're going through a rough time. You can actually use nostalgia to tap in, to tap into something nostalgic, and it will help you recover better. Yes. And I thought it was really, really cool. And I'm not sure if he would like to read it on the air. He's more than welcome to. But if he doesn't want to, he doesn't have to. Um, so I'm calling you out. This is my promo to you, sucker. <laughs> It's up to him if he wants to. Yeah, I'm really right? like completely up to him. Yeah. We're trying to look through the point. window and just we look at him all awkwardly like, you going to do it? You going to do it? You going to do it? <laughs> Nostalgia may boost a mood. Nostalgia can lead to a positive effect. According to a study published in April 2021, in consensus and condition, if you're feeling bogged down by negativity, dipping into a nostalgic feeling could help alleviate those emotional temporarily. Huh. Do you see that, folks? <laughs> Do you see that, Kyle? Yeah, man. It's right there. Oh, ain't that crazy? Wait, hold on. Thank you, Dylan. We appreciate Dylan. you. Dylan! We appreciate you for that. Look at the skill set he has. <laughs> Been telling him to get on the mic for the past 15 episodes. He finally does it. Yeah. Only took him to episode for, 15. For a definition. Oh. <laughs> for, <laughs> for a definition, but it was well needed. Yeah, no, absolutely. He could be our new, he could be our next. Wear a dress, I'm just saying. All right, so he nostalgia, be, right? Yeah, I no. Vega. <laughs> he could. You giving out the lotto numbers? De la Mundo. Yolanda um, Vega. <laughs> Talk about nostalgia. Yo, oh, <laughs> seriously. Seriously. Um, something about nostalgia, man. It, uh, once again, it's you know, kind of how I described it with the beginning, right, or at the beginning. It's your memories, you know, memories of a simpler time, of a more innocent time where, where – I would like to think that the things that you're passionate enough is at its purest. Um, you know, I brought up Power Rangers. Mm. So this past Wednesday was they had the Power Rangers 30th year special with some of the original Rangers and uh, teared up a little bit. Not going to lie, because one of the originals, if people don't know who might be who might not be interested in any of that Power Ranger jargon. Um, if you don't know, the original Yellow Ranger, her character's name was Trini, uh, died in 2001, car accident, car crash, something, car accident. Uh, so I'm, I'm not going to spoil it, but there was a heartfelt scene involving her and somebody else, um, or at least involving her character. So that made me tear up a little. And once again, it's all because of nostalgia. You know, my memories of Power Rangers. Power Rangers is the reason why I got into martial arts. Kicking all around the house in a big backyard on a, por on a patio. Hiya! And doing a, doing a Tommy CEO. You know, like, you know, and that, that thanks to a family friend, it got us into, you know, got my whole family into martial arts after I joined. So Power Rangers um, really did a lot for me. It also showed the importance of teamwork, even when there's strife going on in said team. Uh, Power Rangers did a lot. And plus, who who doesn't like giant robots? You know what I mean? Like, kaijus, I'm all for it. You know, the Dragon Zord look, was, was essentially Godzilla. Yeah, I was, I was all in. I was all in. Um, 
and bringing up Sonic the Hedgehog. You know, we talked about that the last episode a little bit, but Sonic did a lot for me too, man. And like I said, the the nostalgia of of putting my hands on a Sega Genesis controller or touching, you know, the original Game Boy. We spoke about that last week too. You know, there are just some things that that will always bring that back. You know, uh, you know, I got one for you, right? Remember Land Before Time? Oh, do I? <laughs> do I? Little Foot. Yeah. Yeah. Mad movies. Sarah. Mad Spike. movies. Oh, good times. Man, so Yo, sad. So movie, many though. movies. Yeah. So sad. Yeah. But a good one. Yeah, no, for sure. Good a series. Good yeah, good man. series. Series is solid. And, you know, what I loved about what you just stated is you talked about the physical touch portion of it, of nostalgic. For mm. me, I was more auditory. Yeah. I had to hear it. There's certain sounds Same. of yeah. the 90s for me, mm-hmm. like when you turn your PlayStation off for the first time. Bloom, bloom, bloom. Like it's, it's just different. Yeah. Um, and li- like it, it's crazy to hear certain songs in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, um, commercials, jingles. I'm a big jingles yeah. guy. Yeah, so jingles. hearing certain jingles of the '90s. We just talked about Demolition Man. Yep, <laughs> they had a whole radio station full of jingles. It was like classic. I still remember the Sock and Boppers. Sock and Boppers jingle, like classic. When you when you get when you get cr- like deep into it, you, I can go for days with some of this yeah. stuff. But for me, you you loved who didn't love cartoons, who didn't love yep. those great shows. Yep, Power Rangers, classic. Like mm-hmm. I always told you. In Space is my favorite. Lost Galaxy is second for me. Um, t- to me, Lost Galaxy, in my opinion, had the best theme song. Um, and the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers theme song is classic. Yeah. Stands on its own forever going to be. And, and you know, to this day. Legendary. To, to this day, fans still have not, like, actually heard the entire song. And I just don't know how in this how generation never, that like, we're in this in his life that we're in now. Like you never looked it up. Like, like it's actually really good. I'm so confused. I like, but like, I, you know we looked it up. You yeah. don't had to listen to it. I had to. Power in the force that you never see before. I know. I know it's too good. I know it's too it, good. It's so good. Like one of the things I wanted to bring up about Power Rangers with you, you brought up the Dragon Zord, right? Yeah. And Tommy and. Just to hear the flute, the piccolo, mm-hmm. and just the well, flute. Dragon flute, yeah. yeah dragon yeah. flute. And just that do-do-do-do-do-do. Yep. classic. crazy. Yep. That, that, it goes down to that auditory. It defined like, a generation, like honestly. It really did. And like, wow, we knew that was about to get real. It was about to go down. Do you remember the episode where he first showed up? Oh, the and, five and, episodes. Yeah, he was just molly whopping <laughs> Just Green with Evil out. was the name of the miniseries. It was five oh, episodes, man. or not miniseries, but it was a five-episode special. And because of that special, fans loved him so much that they brought him back. And then they had to do the really weird-looking shield, but we won't get into that. Um, of course I remember. He was, oh, man, he was the, moment, oh. the moment that man jumped into the Megazord yeah, cockpit. And they turned around, whoa, yo, what's going on? You're going to have somebody <laughs> jump into your, imagine somebody jumping into your car, whooping all of you and your friends out of the car and then jumped out the car to proceed to whoop you again. They gotta let You me, and your squad. They got to let me do the voiceover. <laughs> like, oh, y'all think y'all getting away? He just jumped in the air, backflip. Uh, uh, oh, no. Oh, no. He just saw smacking people. What? what? Gotcha. What? I was like, what is going on here? Yo, seriously. It, it was crazy. And seriously. 
as a kid, you're watching like, I hate this guy, man. Like, I can't believe he did that to the Rangers. For a good five episodes. Oh, my God. Four and a half episodes. Who is this Tommy guy? Where's Jason? <laughs> like, <laughs> Jason? Jason, you're supposed to be the leader. Man, you Zach, at? you better hip-hop keto all over this dude. <laughs> and, like, Billy, I mean, use your brain. Don't you smart. <laughs> use your brain. Where's... Wait, what was it? The rad bug? Come on, man. Yeah. Got to get in the rad bug. Come on, dog. Yeah, but, uh, Your teleporters ain't working getting the rad bug. And the, I was like, Alpha, none of y'all got a plan? Stop it. This kid, they're like. When did Alpha have plans? Aye, 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 aye. Come on, man. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, as a kid, you watch it, you're like, wow, man, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And then you watch it now, it's like. Wow, that's still the greatest thing I ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's it takes you back to a place where you're like, wow, man. Remember when? And now, don't get me wrong. For some people, I'm not trying to turn this dark. No, okay. but for some people, I know nostalgia can be really rough. I mean, that's for and, all of us. I think. I think you know, nostalgia is is based off your memories, right? So there are definitely like music, songs, movies, books. Um, even games, even just moments with your family or pictures, you know, where it, it does flood in those negative memories, those bad memories. And it's like, damn, I don't want to think about this, but that's what this mi- thinks me of. Excuse and, me. That's what this makes me think of. And for, if we're to us talking about these things, if it bothers anyone, please, we don't mean, a, we don't mean no harm by we it. It's just some of the, we're just some of the happy memories for yeah. us. Yeah. We're speaking from our perspective, you know. So well, we talked about last week a little bit about wrestling mm-hmm. and one of those outlets. But to me, listening to the theme song of Monday Night Raw from yes. the Attitude Era will forever be one of the most highlight things yeah. of my life. Yeah, for sure. Um, just wanted to talk about TV shows. My personal favorite, I was a sitcom kid. I love sitcoms. You couldn't get me away from the TV. I love learning a life lesson. I love I lo- as cheesy as it may have been. There was some sitcoms out of Wild where it wasn't so cheesy, you know. No, for sure. I'll tell you right now, City Guys, y'all, City Guys wasn't so cheesy, you know. Wow. City Guys used to be real. It got real for a quick second. You know, um, that's just a Saturday morning NBC um, television shows one and sitcoms. One Saturday morning. Oh, well, I that? sent you that, right? The Remember one that? Saturday yeah. morning? Yeah. Uh, but when you hear... All of those sounds and you go through it, there's one that always makes me happy. Boy Meets World. Uh, yeah. And, and, and that's great, what triggered this. Great theme, is. too. Oh, man. From the original theme was just the instrumental to to the lyrics being put in and like towards the really mm-hmm. mid-teenage years of their lives. And just watching the story of Corey and Topanga unfold. Yeah. From the love story to the ups and downs of life. Yeah. Um. Watching Sean's character develop from this angry little kid to to a grown, almost a grown man. Yeah, you know, and the understanding where he's coming from. He come from a broken home. Mom never loved him. Father wasn't there. Yeah, to rekindling a relationship with your father to lose him. Yeah, you know, and then turn to the things that we all would turn to, um, addiction, and turn to drinking and go doing things that we normally wouldn't do. And even with the support system, you know, and and yeah. We, I think we've said something like that before. You know, it's very hard. You know, it's still hard even when you do have the support system, whether it's, you know, alcoholism, whether it's, you know, um, depression. And there's one episode. That made it real relatable. Sorry to cut oh, you no, off. Oh, no, no, for sure. For sure. And 
there's one episode that really gets to me. Everyone always says, I have a couple of favorite episodes, and I'll, and I'll go through them real quickly. My first favorite episode is when they're all fighting, and they go to, I believe, I believe it's the year 2006, mm-hmm. and they're all adults, and yep. Eric comes back as this man with a long beard and wrote a manifesto, and there's nothing on the pages. Yep. <laughs> because everything that was supposed to be on the pages was standing right there in front of him. Yeah. And that was one of the funniest episodes ever, but it was such a message yeah. about keeping your real friends close to you and yep. never having to fight with your friends. Absolutely. But getting on a more personal level, I was a person that got engaged at a young age. Mm-hmm. So to watch Corey and Topanga get engaged mm-hmm. and get married so young, I lived that. And to go ask your parents for help. Later in life, but he still lived oh, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> to go ask your parents for help and they turn around and say no because you're a married couple now. Yeah. That was real for me. Yeah. Now, watching that episode as a kid, you wouldn't have thought that I would have. That would have been me. Well, listen, man. Topanga was my first. Like, I, everybody says Kimberly from Power Rangers was their first crush. Topanga was my first crush as she got older. Yeah, as we got older. You know what's so crazy? It wasn't mine. Topanga nor Kimberly was. You know who was? Who? Take a wild guess. Kelly Kapowski. Second. <laughs> Second. Lisa Turtle? No. Oh, because she was. Uh, Laura. From Boy from Boy Meets World, from Family Matters. No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, nah, I'm good. Damn. Um, nah. <laughs> I don't know who. Jenny McCarthy. Oh, we did talk about that. Yes, That's yes, right. we did. That was my first childhood crush was Jenny McCarthy. I was obsessed with Jenny McCarthy as a kid, and of course, she had her own show. Mm-hmm. She she was very funny to me. But I always thought she was like super attractive. But yeah. she's a playmate of the year, I think 1992 playmate of the year, if I'm not mistaken. So it don't even make sense why you look that look the way you do. Well. But everybody's love was Topanga, yeah, Kelly Kapowski, or no, Lisa Turtle, Lisa Turtle, or somebody Myra, Myra, or rest her soul, Myra, Myra from soul. Family Matters, bro, beautiful young lady. We were. I remember always saying, at least when I got older, even to now. Why are you chasing Laura, Steve? Myra is right there. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> First of all, Steve, you want my honest opinion? Myra was better than Laura. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. Myra was. Uh, come on. Uh, and with this, all due respect, this is just personal opinions. Myra was definitely better than Laura. Just. Yeah, like that's just the best way to put it. Remember, um, remember the, the, the debate as a kid, and now this also plays into us teenage boys, mm-hmm. where you're talking about you start experiencing like your hormones, yeah, and yeah, yeah. like mentally, like you don't know what to think. You you just all, all honestly just fall in love with these celebrity crushes, right? Right. And the debate who 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 would you date, Ashley or Hillary? Oh yeah, and it was like, I've never had that. I ha- I've had to not Ashley or Hillary, different different people probably. But it's like, who, like out of the two sisters, who who would you rather date? The the one that's ditzy or the one that's like down to earth? Have, have we heard Ashley sing? No, my oh, god, maybe we want to start background. Dancing. You went <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy, but but yeah, I, I only got one word for you when it comes to boy meets world. Feeny, <laughs> Nah, the last Feeny call was oh, oh, so heartbreaking. But yeah, Boy Meets World was such a staple, and for me, um, and not only Boy Meets World, I would have to say another sitcom 
that we enjoyed watching as a family, I would say was Martin. Mm. And it's the comedy aspect. I was too, I was a little too young to be watching Martin, to be honest with you. Right, right, right. But who who didn't watch it? Yeah, especially in our community now. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there was some white, there was some white families and and other families that was watching Marlon as well, but I know in the black community that was a state that was a big that was a big show for us, and we loved it. We loved we ate it up every moment. We there was the relationship aspect between Martin and Gina was phenomenal, but also Martin was toxic as hell. Yeah, and nobody really understood. Was he? Like as much as we say, oh man, but he loved Gina and Gina loved him. If you really look at it, get the step in. He was toxic as hell, right? Yeah. And it showed you just like the not so much a struggle, but how friendship can help you overcome so many different things. Yeah, and aspects in your life. Yeah, for sure. How you can rag on your one of your best friends and still love them at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Like as much even as, your spouse. That's right. Even, even the person you love. You know what I mean? The, just the back and forth. And I think. I personally have always thought that that was key when it comes to relationships. When when you know that you can joke on each other and laugh about it, as long as it doesn't hit deep, you know what I mean, or you don't get too personal. That that I think that that's key. That's a key to every relationship. Um, but to go back, you know, the, one of the best things about Martin's was all his you know character changes. You know, that's like watching *A Living Color*. You know what I mean? Watching everybody do the different cal- character changes and things like that. You know, Shanene, uh, Rocco, uh, <laughs> I said, I said, Jerome in the ha- ha- house. Watch you know, mouth. Watch mouth. Like there's, there's classics, man. Um, we brought up a lot of cartoons and games. What are some movies that? What are some movies that 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 give you nostalgia, but? But ones that people don't remember that well. I was just about to say this to you because I watched <laughs> it yesterday. And I wanted to ask you, was Mystery Men? Oh, oh my it, God. It was on yesterday. I love that movie. And I instantly thought of you. Yeah, the movie's I know amazing. How, I know how much you love it. The movie's hilarious. And I said, I, I, I watched the movie so many times. Because it's so good. but It's so bad, but it's, it's so, so bad, good. It's good, yeah. And... Like it's meant to be a spoof, but it's hysterical and it's great. Yeah, you know when I, and I, I was like, I wonder if this was real one of the movies that got Kyle into superheroes and just. Oh no, I was comedy, way into super but, superheroes before that. But also <laughs> the comedic side no, yeah. of a super like yeah. superheroes can also be funny. Yeah, so so you know I I know I've brought up Spider Man a couple times, but you know we we spoke about how he is. So the reason why he does his jokes is because of insecurities, right? But, you know, not everybody finds him funny. Like, he's meant to be a corny character, but that's my humor. You know, I have a corny style of humor, a, a dad joke kind of style of humor. Now, do I have other aspects of my humor? Absolutely. Am I going to say them right here on air? No. But, <laughs> you know, I have, like, that's my humor. And Mystery Men definitely, definitely hit a lot of those points for me. Um... You know, Meteor Man was another one. Meteor Man. <laughs> you know, like the man got his powers from touching books. Like, I'll never forget the 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 scene at the end or the the big the big boss fight scene and them shashaying <laughs> at the end because of the book. Yo, know, like it was it was that was a classic. Um, 
one of the movies I remember that I feel like nobody remembers is called Warriors of Virtue. And it had, it was a kid, I believe he was something in the movies where like he like went through a sewer, went through some type of portal, quote unquote, and he went to this old world and they were fighting kangaroos, kung fu kangaroos. I ain't watching it. Bro. And each one had a special, they, they all represented the elements. So one was fire, one was earth, one was metal, and one was wind. So these were Captain Planet with kangaroos. No, there was five of them. Uh, kind of, sort of. But they, dude, they fought and they had weapons. Yo, they were dope. <laughs> My fear of kangaroos. Um, excuse me? And now you want to add powers to kangaroos? No, you got to add kung fu to kung kangaroos. Kung fu and powers? Give it to me. <laughs> Bro, that movie... Uh, man, listen, if y'all remember Warriors of Virtue, please. That's crazy. Please comment. Um, movie that nobody really remembers, but it's a part of my life. Oh, that's such a tough I mean, one. Warriors of Virtue was your fear of kangaroos. We got to talk about that off air. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> of kangaroos. Um, but you couldn't play Tekken. Roger, oh, no, Roger I, was messing no, you no, up. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Stay far away from me. I'm picking Yoshi Mitsu real quick. We're going to slice you up. Um, but we, oh man, I've watched so many movies. You I'm, have. I'm a movie fiend. Um, one of the movies that you probably guys probably remember, The Sixth Man. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite sports movies because of you lose your brother and even though your brother's gone, he's not really gone. He has your back all the way. Mm -hmm. And all he wanted to watch you do is succeed. That's what he lived for. It was crazy to me. Great story. Um, if I want to, if you want to get real s sad and, and oh. depressing, um, <clears throat> another good movie from uh, my lifetime that shaped me and molded me. Hmm. Aliens. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> look, if y'all could see the look on my face right now. Yeah. Aliens. No. He was highly disappointed in me. Um, no, I was <laughs> just absolutely not. Still Magnolias. Mm. I'm going to tell you right now, my mom made me watch this movie a hundred times over because she used to watch it all the time. And watching Shelby go through what she went through and then watching her past was so sad. Mm hmm and it really it taught me a valuable lesson about how fast someone can be here and how fast they can be gone. Absolutely. And Still Magnolia was one of those movies that's a staple in my life. And forever will be the, that chick flick that I will always watch no matter when it's on. Yeah. Last movie, I would say being the crazy sports fanatic that I am too, Farsi Blues. Okay. A lot, so many lines in that movie. Um, so many different personalities, but also things I can relate to. Having to try to fill somebody's shoes of what somebody wants you to be. You know, of what somebody wants you to be instead of what you wanted to be. Having to live up to expectations that would you, you'll never live up to because you just want to just do this to enjoy it instead of doing it to right. live, fill someone's shoes. Yeah. You know, those lessons are being too big and too emotional and you have to be tougher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I lived through that too. So there were so many different things going on in that movie that I think people don't appreciate. Yeah. And, you know, back in that time in the 90s, MTV films really had a lot of bangers come out. 
you know. It's and funny you mentioned Mystery Man. That was a MTV, MTV films. films. Yeah, and film. And yeah. a lot of bangers were rolling out for MTV films. Yeah. Varsity Blues, I believe. 10 Things I Hate About You mm. was one. Can't Hardly Wait, I think, was another. At, between MTV and like Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was pumping out. I mean, Harriet the Spy. Good Burger. Good. Oh. Side note, there's a two, two coming. coming out. Like, that's, that's crazy. Um, so one of, the, one of the television shows I wanted to bring it back to is, is, is a show that I consider to have the greatest theme song of all time. Uh, Rodney gave me a look like, excuse me? Um, yeah, he heard me. Uh, Better I, not say Moesha. I bet never, even though that theme song slapped. <laughs> that theme song was crazy. Um, but uh, nah, man. <laughs> now you got it stuck in my head. Mo to the, E to the. Moesha. Um, yo, she, she killed that. <laughs> it, was, it ran for six seasons. It had one of the greatest television families of all time. Man, Fresh Prince. Come on, man. In West Philadelphia, it's, born and raised on the playgrounds where I spend most of my days chilling out, maxing, relaxing on cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. Sorry, I, I would do that whole thing right now. You, you know, um, the whole thing, not just the televised version. Okay? I, gotta, I gotta ask because I'm We're not, not doing this. <laughs> no, I, I have to ask this because the, the growing love for the Fresh Prince was crazy mm-hmm. but there was people that love the Fresh Prince but then there was people that love another sitcom and it was like Fresh Prince was good but it wasn't that great and then I had people that said yo Fresh Prince is the greatest sitcom of all time yeah 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 hands down why do you feel it's the greatest sitcom of all Cause time because it gives you everything okay it literally gives you everything now I'm not saying that some of the other sitcoms did not cover those topics Maybe also because my personality, a lot, I say 50% of my personality is based off of the character of Will Smith. So, that alone supersedes a lot of stuff for me. But, but no, I mean, look, you, 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 have, you have the family trials and tribulations, right? You have the, the nephew that came to stay. Some of the other kids might feel some kind of way. Um, you know, it, it's it's... You know, Aunt Viv, no matter which version, you know, always, like, loved the whole family, tried to love the whole family. And Uncle Phil, I mean, Uncle Phil is one of the greatest TV dads of all time. Between his comedic timing, between him being serious, the moments of him being serious, the moments of him saving Will and Carlton's ass, i.e. the pool hall. Um, uh, Good episode. Yeah, um... Like there's, i.e. them getting locked up, you know, because of the car that wasn't even, you know what I mean? Like, i.e. the shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shooting episode, Carlton getting the gun. Yup. Like, yup. Do Carlton doing speed? Like, there's, there's just so much. There. What? Will's father. Yeah. Will. Like, that is one of the. Episode. That is one of the saddest scenes. Oh. Why don't you want me, man? Like, oh, like. Man. Fresh Prince to me, Fresh Prince gave you everything. It mm. gave you okay. uber amounts of comedy. It gave you a lot of serious moments. It gave you a lot of family moments. Also, I, I think my family, not the same, of course, but there's a lot of similarities. So, like I said, for, so for me, Fresh Prince always was always the one I gravitated to the most. You know, um, 
Family Matters. We spoke about that a little bit earlier. That was another one. Um, got the theme song playing in my head. <laughs> so I'm rocking back and forth. I'm you know, sorry. <laughs> my, my, you know, Justice for Richie. That's all I'm saying. Like, what what happened to Richie? Um, not even Richie, the little sister. What happened to her? Like, where'd she go? Um, Good question. She went upstairs and never came down. That's literally what happened. That was the last time you saw her. Um, you know, but but I I also think the nerdiness of of Steve definitely gravitated me to that because it wasn't Eddie's coolness. It wasn't. It was kind of Waldo Faldo's silliness because I was silly too. Maybe not dumb, but silly. Um, he was he was meant to be a stupid character. Like it, I don't. It sucks to say it like that, but it's the truth. Um, you know, it's weird how he's the comic relief when everybody's the comic relief. You know, um, yeah, it, it, man. Our you know every. I feel like every generation says they have the best everything. You know, or we have the best whatever. You know, but. I think when it comes to sitcoms, when it comes to cartoons, nineties uh, might nineties early two thousands trumps might trump oh, a I'm sorry, lot and, of and different generations. And some honorable mentions to the eighties sitcoms because they were fantastic. Oh man, who's the boss? Yeah, good, the Good Times was seventies. So I'm really on Golden that Girls in. was seventies, eighties, right? The eighties, eighties, eighties. Golden Girls was eighties. Who's the boss was eighties. Um, Three's Company. Three's Company was late seventies mm. into the eighties. Um, Laverna Shirley. Yes. You know, the list goes on and on. Yeah, there's a whole lot. But the 70s sitcoms, to me, were more impactful than the 80s. Even though, to me, I think Who's the Boss had the best theme song. Yeah. No, correction. (laughs) Correction. I'm going to correct myself. Because it's one theme song I sing constantly while we're here. Step by step. Day by day. day. (laughs) Nah, not step by step. Throwback. Great intro, too. Growing Pains. Growing Pains, yeah. I always yeah. told you the lyrics are growing. I even said it on the show. The lyrics of Growing Pains is the lyrics to the theme song is the most fire lyrics I've heard. <laughs> Don't get me Fresh Prince was great, but the meaning behind these lyrics was so powerful. And for cheesiness and for nostalgia, it don't get no better than that. I hear you, but I say this: Fresh Prince, you all you gotta do is play the first two chords, and everybody's what. What man? Listen, you can't art. Look, Ops. <laughs> and there's some honorable mentions. There's a lot. There's a ton. There's I mean, like Moesha. Um, we can uh, we can mention Moesha. Give her give her, her give her flowers. Uh, the Parkers. We can mention how the uh, Steve Harvey Show. One of my favorites. I don't know if I had if I'm if it's on. I'm watching it. You that, remember uh, Clarissa explains it all. Yes. It's Nickelodeon. Come on. Uh, oh my god, there's just too many, bro. Uh, they're so good. They're just so oh, there's good. so many that we can mention. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, for those who wanted, wanted a good laugh. And Oh and man, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say another sitcom I don't think a lot of people remember either was Parenthood. Parenthood, With Robert know, Townsend. Yep. It's Fonze Love. Yep. And look, that's another. I used to love In Your House. And Yeah. Yeah. LL. Man. So many good shows. Yeah, we we had a lot of and and we had so many good ones. And I I do want to preface this for whether you're an older listener or a younger listener, 
Like this, we're not we're not we're obviously not talking crap about any of the other shows. We're oh, just listen. You know, we are a little biased. Let's be real. Do you want me to bust out some episodes of Welcome Back, Cotter? Don't play with me. <laughs> I'll go way back with you. Welcome back. I start singing the theme song. Thank, don't play games. Don't play games. Thank you, Mace. Um, <laughs> but I'm mad. He said thank you, Mace. <laughs> I'm joking, folks. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Look, nostalgia is is such a wonderful thing. Um, going back to wrestling, right? There, there. To me, there's always there's one s- specific sound that everybody hears and they automatically know. Come on now. Once the glass breaks, oh, once it. the glass shatters, you know who's coming out. You know what's happening. Um, you know, and there's a phrase. You know, if you smell, like it, it's just what it is. Just how it is. You know what I mean? Um, it's books. We I know we covered books before. Or did you want to? Sorry. Oh no, no, go ahead. Um, you know, we covered books on our teachers' episode, on our yeah. second teachers' episode. So we talked about a lot of books that that you know brought nostalgia for us. I I, I spoke about um, Downey's Mean Streets, which is one of, if you haven't heard the episode yet, that's a book uh, by a man named Piri Thomas. It's it's P I R I though. Um. It's a great book if you read it. Chapter six, chapter six will change your life. Um, let's just say you, you didn't expect it. That's the best way to put it. Um, but uh, but what can you think of like any books as you got older, or maybe like a book as you got older that maybe like bring back, or maybe a book as a kid that made I don't know, man. I'm trying to word it right. I can't word it right. <laughs> you mean like a book as a kid that stuck with you, or a book? As a kid that impacted you and that followed you, you stuck with you. Stuck with me? Because hmm. if you, we, I feel like we spoke about the ones that impacted us. I, I was, I was a big reader. I, I love books, and I, I talked about the books that impacted me before. Like I told you, um, mm-hmm. man, that's a tough one. Like you can go cap. Like I said, Capture Sale was always a book that stuck with me. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I always thought it was. It's a young children's book. But it was the one children's book that I always grabbed out of all the books that was on the shelf. Uh, and I was a huge, huge fan of illustration. Mm-hmm. So the illustrations in the book were nice. The caps stacked up on top of each other was just really cool to me. Um, it's one of the books that really stuck with me throughout my whole entire, like my whole young, young kid life. But as I, I think it was more books started to stick with me. As you got older. As I got older. And one of the books that stuck with me was two of them. The Michael the Michael Jordan biography book mm-hmm. was one that stuck with me. And the book Night okay. was the one that stuck with me by Eli Wiesel. Um That, to hear the story about the Holocaust and to really take that in. I read that in middle school. But then I read it again in high school. And... That was one of those things I was like, wow, man. Listen to what this person had to go through and and, and, and telling that story and how yeah. dark it could be. One of the things that we don't really talk about much plays. There was a lot of plays when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And it was either some of us either acted in them or we acted them in class. Right. One of mine, my favorite one, was 12 Angry Men. Mm. And I had to play jury number four all the time. Every time I did, I was jury number four. When I, we did Julius Caesar, I was Brutus. Mm-hmm. 
and I was not very happy about it. <laughs> but um, Julius Caesar was another one that stuck with me, and Twelve Angry Men. It's interesting. Um, something we didn't talk about was music yet. Yeah. Uh, like, there's too much to name just between the two of us. I'm gonna just name two. I'm gonna name three albums for you. Oh God. And that's gonna just it sums up my whole childhood. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Okay. And you're gonna laugh. Don't hold it against me for laughing. Mm, too late. <laughs> All right. Don't don't you do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shania Twain's come on over. Right. Spice Girl, Spice World. I'm not mad at you for that. <laughs> Would you like to know the last one? Drew Hill. <laughs> wow. No. The I mean, TLC Crazy Sexy Cool album. Oh, that was the album with No Scrubs and Waterfalls, right? No, uh, that no was Scrubs that was still, that's later. Right. Yeah, never mind. I was never one mind. With Waterfalls on it. Red Light Special, Waterfall. No, Waterfalls was the same album. Oh no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Because cool. I'm mixing no scrub. I'm mixing Waterfalls and Unpretty. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. So um, yeah, wow. No Scrubs and um, Unpretty was on the same album. Mm-hmm. I think it was '99 or 2000. Yeah, something album. like that. But when this album came out, with uh, No Scrubs was '99 because I remember No Pigeons and I was like the <laughs> perfect, <laughs> the perfect response. Ah. That's one of my favorite. I want no pigeons. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man, that's crazy. Back when people were responding to to songs and stuff, like, nah, y'all y'all ain't just gonna play us. Like, <laughs> oh. yeah, I got a I got an album for you. So a couple actually. Um, Usher my way. Uh, my sister had it on cassette, so I listened to it all the time. Cassette. Oh, I had she a D- likes it. Man, that song's so good. I had the DMX um album. Hi, uh, it's dark and hell is hot. Yeah, on cassette. <laughs> we had that on cassette. This is that mad stuff on cassette. Um, Down from B Street. So, Street, baby. <laughs> so that um, I just finished telling you. I think that was today that uh, Jay Z the Dynasty album was actually the first album I've heard from beginning to end because even with the my way album like yeah but i would like fast forward it and then go back and then fast forward it and then go back so i was kind of um but that album um michael jackson history which was the compilation album it had three discs in it uh and then the last album i believe i mean the last disc had like new songs on them if i'm not mistaken yeah because that was the wasn't that the album that had the free willy song on it yeah, so history. Yeah, history was dope. Um, wait, wait, and the, I'll never forget the cover with the red, with the red lighting and the clouds and the darker clouds, and it's the statue of him. Mm-hmm. Oh man, at the, with the Super Bowl, with the Super Bowl outfit on. Uh, good times. I remember the last time I ever been been in Nobody Beats Wiz. Wiz, yeah, they had that DVD rolling, running wow. the history DVD. Oh, VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, no, it was a DVD. No, it was a DVD. Because yeah. I went in there, we went in there to go buy um, Jim Carrey's Grinch. Mm-hmm. And the best Grinch movie, and just it, so y'all know. At the same time, the Winter Olympics were going on. Mm-hmm. And we went, my, me and my dad went to Steinway to go to, to, go to the Wiz. Was that 96? No. No, that was 92. No. Yeah. Later. No. Later. Oh, you said DVD. You're yeah, right. You're like, right. No. <laughs> You're right. No. Uh, they had that. For some reason, that Michael Jackson DVD was on sale. They had a whole stanchion of him outside. Yep. I remember those. And we went in, 
and the, every TV was playing a damn DVD. I couldn't escape the concert. It was it was like every it was it was the equivalent to Forty Year Old Virgin when Michael McDonald's yes. playing. Yes, literally, that's what it was like for me. Bad Boys too. <laughs> like yeah. And I'm like, dude, come on, let's get the Grinch and get the hell out of here. I, I'm, I'm, I love Mike, but damn, it's too much Mike in yeah, one, yeah. one in 21, 20 minute span. I, I, I can't, <laughs> it's too much going on. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my Michael Jackson impression. Oh man, that's funny. Why'd you turn him into Drew Carey? He's been told what it calls. What Chicago? What? The? <laughs> oh my goodness! I can't breathe. Oh my god! Uh, you have to excuse us, folks. Oh, uh, we just had to take a quick break because we were too busy laughing. Oh um, man, that was funny. <laughs> Talking about movies, what a movie! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Chicago. No, nah, but um, yeah, no, that that album definitely helped me with my Michael craze too. Jeez, talking about music to that hits nostalgia, yo. Any Mike, not any Michael song, but a lot of Michael songs, man. Black and white. Uh, Don't stop till you get enough. Never can say goodbye. Yes, I know that's Jackson Five. Um, oh, still Mike. Still Mike. Jeez, like there's there's too there's too many good ones, man. Like, especially when it comes to music, right? Like, there's just so much, and you and we can go any genre, genre, excuse me, and it could be so nostalgic. You know, even the songs that we shouldn't have been singing as kids that we did sing as kids anyway. <laughs> so much memories, so many memories, and that's why I picked the albums that I did. It's because. Those were staples. I could have picked one from each genre. Yeah. Had, once again, the Harris family loves movie, movie, music, movie, movies and music. That's what we do. But I could have picked the soundtrack to Wait in the Exhale. Mm-hmm. My mother ran that CD into the ground. Oh, man. I, you just made me think of the soundtrack of Space Jam. I had that, too. My sisters bumped that Spice Girl CD to my ears blood. My dad, every time he got in the car... Before the DMX cassette went in, he would hook up the CD player and put in the Shania Twain mm-hmm. "Come On Over" CD album. Man, Dad and I, Dad and every I, every road would, trip, yo, Dad and I would drive out because we didn't live. We literally lived right by Long Island. You know, you know mm-hmm. where Cambridge Heights is. You were two shakes of a lamb's tail. Yeah, out there in Queens, out, out, out Queens, like the edge, um, <laughs> on two corners. <laughs> um, but, but we would listen to Metallica. Man, listening to Metallica, the Black Album, um, even <laughs> like people don't like Creed. I understand. Who don't like, like Creed? I, there's a lot of people. That something don't wrong like Creed. with you? I get it, but listening to Higher and my sacrifice, my sacrifice, even like, if we're just imitating the voices, like, like, can, 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 we, <laughs> can we say this? Can we put it out there that Darius Rucker? And the lead singer of Creed have the most two distinctive voices yeah, of the night. Absolutely. Can we just say it? All absolutely. Right? Darius Rucker brought a whole Hootie and the Bluefish brought Hootie. a whole new sound. I only wanna be with you. <laughs> the Ted did it best. He goes, everybody sound like this in the nineties. Everybody. <laughs> you know, Creed was different. It was just different. And if you don't like it, there's something wrong to me, something wrong with you. Okay. Creed's so good. I'm, look, man, a lot of people didn't like him. There's, you know, it's like Nickelback. A lot of people don't like Nickelback, so it is what it is. That's explainable, though. <laughs> it's cheesy. 
a lot of things are cheap. But I do like some Nickelback songs. There are some songs by Nickelback. No, no some, some are good. Fire. Listen, first off, I will never turn down listening to Hero from the Spider-Man mm. soundtrack. All right. That with Chad Kroger. Photograph was good. Photograph was dope. Photograph is a really good song. It's a really good record. And I can understand why people find it annoying, but it's a really good song. Like, the meaning behind like, it was and, a good song. And you know me. I'm a 90s alternative guy. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I didn't even bring up no alternative albums because I, it's unfair. I, I can't <laughs> pick one. It's, that's not right. Don't make me do that. Like, Rod, you can only listen to one thing. What, what are you picking? I can't do it. I'm like, I can't do it. If you told me, Roddy, you can only pick one Alice in Chains album, I can't pick one. No. Don't do that to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to yell at you. So it, it, it's hard. We, we go, we've been doing the reviews of videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how bad some of the videos in the 90s were. Yeah. Um, I'll shout out to our boy Dylan over there. Um, me and Dylan has been. Watching some of them for the first time. For the first time ever. You know, Dylan's younger. So he's never seen some of these videos before. Yep. And I'm like, Dylan, look how this man, this stuff was shot back then, man. The horrible video cuts, man. But that's what it was. Yeah. You know? Especially for that alternative style. Like, hip-hop and rap was kind of like, you knew. You kind of like knew where the cuts were going to go. You knew what you were going to see. Yeah. You know, R&B. R&B had all, all, the, all the R&B groups and or boy bands with their shirt open, and every cover was them reaching out to the camera. Somebody's going to be reaching out. Somebody's going to have their shirt, <laughs> shirt open. open yep. And somebody's going to have their arms in the air just looking like Jesus with their arms on. Yep, up. yep. Just <laughs> rocking in the camera with a flowy shirt on. Wait, and then if you got four or five, one is damn sure to kneel. So we... <laughs> <laughs> so, like, look, man, we could do nostalgia all day. Um, there's, there's just so many memories, and we're, and granted, this episode just turned into us speaking about nostalgia. But, but somebody could be going through something right now that needs to tap in, absolutely, and tap into those funny times, tap into those old yeah. sitcoms, tap into that old music, yeah, those old cartoons, yep. Pop over an episode of Cow and Chicken. It's okay. Yes, it's all right. It's going. You're going to get through it. Yeah, man. Let's <laughs> weasel. Look, look, Stop look. it. No, he <laughs> Bro, I look, you know I'm the cartoon guy. Like, we could talk cartoons all day. He um, said I am weasel. <laughs> Stop and, it. And IR Baboon. He's oh, IR Baboon. Oh. That's like I was talking to the guys on the podcast for Corners of Commentary. You can catch us on Thursdays at 8:30. Oh, on YouTube. Thank you. Man, you remember Secret Squirrel? Secret and Morocco school. Mole. Yes. If there's a cartoon they need to bring back, <laughs> I said, please bring I back. I said, bring back Courage. Eh. Uh, he was underappreciated. No, for sure. But I don't know if he would work in this time. But is it fair? All right. I know this might be against popular opinion. Uh oh. But can we can we can we bring back two cartoons? I want to just bring back these two. Hey Arnold. No. And then Ed and Eddie. Maybe. I but think, I feel like I, I it would think, be too offensive. And that and that. Well, I mean, they would obviously have to change it up, right? Because of the generational difference and just because of what's happened, you know, the way society has changed throughout the years. Um, but, hey, Arnold, I I feel like that that's such a classic. It'd be a shame for them to touch that. Like, there are some things you can bring back and it would be okay. Like, they could probably bring back the wild berries and it'd be all right. <laughs> Yeah. I, you really wanna I, mean? do, I really want to do. I really want to do the whole. 
<laughs> Every time you said a wild thought, I just want to do Yeah, it. that's what he did, man. But he was crazy. He was little Taz. And he was, it he was, was a, human Taz. It was amazing. And they brought back the Rugrats. Animation is trash. I'm not going to be real with you. I know we're trying to make things modern. I get it. But the animation is not good, folks. It isn't good. I'm sorry. I can't watch it. I can't do it. I tried, though. I tried to watch five episodes. I, I really tried. I can't do it. I really, really tried. I can't do it. I can't stomach it. That's it, hilarious. Animation is bad. Hey, look, man, not everything is going to be what we want, right? Exactly. Right? So, and they're, they've, like, they'll probably do the same thing if it was Captain Planet. Or, the power or is you yours. know what, even talking about, you know, Johnny Quest. Like, oh, God. I, I know I know you don't want to talk about it. But just talking about the animation differences, right? There was the original Johnny Quest where the animation was that style, you know, of that of that generation. But then, was that Hanna-Barbera too? Um, but then, you know, in the 90s, we had, what, the real adventures of Johnny Quest where they were going into cyberspace and things like that. Like, But it would change when they went into cyberspace. So it would be 3D animated. Like... So, uh, <laughs> you talk about negative thoughts, <laughs> negative nostalgia. Oh, Johnny, you bring up Johnny Quest to me is negative nostalgia. Yes, so, I know, I know. There's a lot of plastic couches and mopping floors. Oh my God. Well, I'll say this: Grandma's too. house. <laughs> that's all you gotta. Johnny Quest, Grandma's house. That's oh, all you man. gotta know. But that's even like Tiny Toons, right? So we remember Tiny Toons growing up, and they literally. Uh, yesterday they dropped the trailer for Tiny Toons Tooniversity. So there, so the graphics are a little updated, and it looks like it's, it's kind of like the way they did the new Looney Tunes, right? The Bugs, it, like, and I'm not mean to cut you off no, because the Bugs Bunny Builders, like in, mm-hmm. my child watches Bugs Bunny Builders. The animation isn't bad. Yeah. I like the way they did the new one. It's not as harsh. Right. It's, a, it's smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little more, more smooth. Yeah. Opposed to the Rugrats, it's too smooth. Got you. It had the, this new animation for the Looney Tunes is a little bit more. It's, it has a, it's still a it's little still grit Looney to it. Tunes. It's still right? Looney it Tunes. It still looks like Looney Tunes. Yes. Um. So I'm I'm kind of excited. I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to approach it. Uh, they did the same thing with Animaniacs. You know, they brought back the new anime, or they brought Animaniacs back. Where? <clears throat> it's on Hulu. It's been out for like a year or two? A year maybe? Something like that? Yeah. Nobody told me this. That's disappointing. It's okay. It's not bad. Quick question. Yeah? Did they bring back all the old stuff? Mm, I mean, I didn't watch all of it, so I can't really tell you. Um, but they definitely got the theme song. And it still, you know, switches things up like at towards the end. I mean, it's all right, it's okay, but the animation is, you know, smoother. It's more updated. Uh, but look, man, nostalgia, nostalgia could be such a great thing if you use it the right way. Um, you know, I know when we're depressed and we're upset or we're hurt, we like to use that nostalgia for like music or movies to put us more in deeper sorrow. Um, because you're hurt. It's understandable. But try to use the nostalgia to your best advantage. Um, try to use your nostalgia to build your future. Because you really never know. And and that's part of the reason why we wanted to do this episode today. So take this. You know, we, this, this episode was meant to be fun. It was meant for us to laugh. It was meant to, for us to remember some of these. 
Um, it was meant for our parents to remember the way we were. It's a way for our kids to see how we were, you know, just based off of our conversation. So, you know, definitely dial in, uh, comment, you know, let us know what you think. You can find 88 Pod. 2023, that is the handle both on Instagram and on Twitter. And the email is 88pod2023 at gmail.com. Rod, you want to finish that out? For your stuff, sir. Oh, <laughs> well, one thing I want to let you guys know is this. In order to go forward in your future, you got to know your past. Now, you can find me on Rod underscore Rod underscore Binks on Instagram. And you can find me at Rod Rod Binks on the Twitter. Rod Rod Binks? Him I saw. Me saw Rod Rod Binks. Sorry, y'all. And you can find me uh, at Mr. Marvel 87 both on Instagram and Twitter. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Um, oh, and if you're interested, next week, Thursday, either 7.30 or 8.30, don't know if we're going to start a little early or not, but it's actually uh, the Four Corners of Commentary's 100th episode. So please tune into that. We'll really appreciate it. Uh, make sure to check out our socials. You know mine. You can follow the Four Corners of Commentary at CO Commentary on Twitter uh, and the Council of Commentary both on Facebook and Instagram. So for updates. So ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rod, let them know. If you're looking for a different angle, where the guys will give it to you. But another episode of a different angle. We love you guys. See you next week. Peace. I'll make them all see that I could be anything I want to be. If you got a dream, then you need persistence and lots of belief. Yeah. Yo, don't take that. Negative energy, I replace that. I just want to be me. I don't fake that. I just want to be free. Yeah, chase that. I got a new obsession. It's helping and teaching and giving everyone a lesson. It's living and winning and building something that's impressive. I don't want to do the same thing. I want to be progressive. Got a lot of dreams that I make come true. Got a lot of things that I want to do. Got a lot of goals that I want to prove. And there's not a lot of time, so I got to make moves.